0: Construction Big
1: Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Now, here's your host, Brendan Morahan. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the latest version of the Construction Big Breakfast. Uh, Before we get into the content and introduce my guest today, what I would just like to do is reaffirm that our thoughts are with all those affected by COVID-19 and to really express our appreciation for all of those that are helping us through these difficult times. And today we want to continue the theme of how we as a business are adapting to the current situation. And I'm delighted that this morning I'm joined by someone I've known for many years. She's Angela Salmon. She's the Chief Commercial Officer for the IIBN, the Irish International Business Network. And I'd like to introduce you, uh, Angela, and ask you maybe to explain your role and what IIBN is all about. But before you do that, as you may be aware, we always start our breakfast by talking about what we had for breakfast. So, what did you have for breakfast this morning?
0: I had porridge, Brendan, for breakfast. Yes, specifically flavins. I'm not sure if we're allowed to brand check here, but yeah, flavins. Yes. Well,
1: well, whether you are or you aren't, that's what I've been name checking for months now, because that's exactly what I have to snap. (laughs) Ah, I
0: think um, for St. Patrick's week, when uh, obviously celebrations were cancelled all over the place, I was in the supermarket and it was my nod to uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, So I, I bought a selection of Irish products because that was the party I was having this year which was a party inside and one of the things I picked up that day was flavins. so
1: yeah. Very good and you just take it as it comes or do you have any additions to it? (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah sometimes I I, I tend to put some fruit in there and I always make it with water never milk.
1: Oh really I know I'm a milkman myself but uh, anyway that's another story. (laughs) Well look Angela as I say I've known you for many years but um, you've in the recent past, you've moved across to the IRBN. I was a, a member of there with through Invent for a number of years, and I'd like to talk about my experiences with IRBN. But you joined, what, 18 months, two years ago?
0: Uh, coming up on two years, shortly, yeah, it'll be two years this summer.
1: So tell us about your role, and maybe for those that aren't aware of IRBN, what it is and what it does.
0: Sure. So IRBN was founded in 2007. Uh, in London by some Irish entrepreneurs and it is a business network for Irish entrepreneurs sorry Irish entrepreneurs and business professionals globally so we started in London in 2007 followed up by launch in New York the following year and we're now in London Dublin New York Central Eastern Europe and hopefully soon to launch in Toronto. So we connect people at events, but also internationally online through the website for them to do business together, but also to share advice and to share expertise. Yeah.
1: And your role in that?
0: And my role in that is I predominantly oversee the London chapter. Um, So, running events for the London chapter, but also leading on sponsorship and membership subscriptions for the organization. So, members pay an annual subscription fee to get the full benefit of the networking and the connectivity that we can offer. uh, Although, members can sign up to the website as well, which is free of charge, but there are different tiers. So, I oversee the subscriptions for London, uh, sponsorship for London and look after the London membership and also the London programmes, which we run for future leaders and for female entrepreneurs with the support of the Department of Foreign Affairs.
1: Excellent. And as I say, I've I've been a, a member for several years now. Um, we're a corporate member, and I've got to say that it's an organisation that always feel, feels very friendly, very homely. Um, as you say, the reason for it existing is to nurture those business relationships. But it always seems to be done in a very benign way. It never feels like a hard sell. And as a consequence, we as a business have bought a lot, uh, but we've also had the opportunity to sell quite a bit as well. So uh, I've, I've got to say it's a, it's a very effective network from our point of view. And the fact that it's growing its global reach is really important for us. As, as you may be aware, we have a, a business out in, uh, in Canada now for the last 18 months. So we're looking forward to joining with you to see how we can mutually benefit from your startup in Toronto. Um, yeah, we're
0: looking at it as well, and we, you know, we were hoping that that would launch in April. Uh, that's obviously unlikely, but as soon as we possibly can. I mean, you know, everything is set up and ready to go in terms of the launch. So it will just be a case of when the timing is correct and we can move ahead with that. But in terms of, I suppose, the friendliness of the network, as you mentioned, we notice at a time like this when people are under pressure the willingness that's there to support each other with advice and that's obviously very heartening and also you know some of our members have been with us since the beginning some of the organizations involved have gone through a couple of recessions so you know they've known tough times in their businesses yep. they, they they know how how you have to respond and how you have to get on with the work in hand and it's great to have that Quality of knowledge within the network that is there for some of the members who maybe haven't been in business for as long. So, one of the things we have been doing is really encouraging our members to to look to the network first. So, obviously at this time, a lot of them may need professional advice or expertise, and rather than spending ages online looking for for that advice, you know, we're encouraging them to please contact ourselves and we have that a lot of that expertise at our fingertips really so we can make a quality referral to them there's no need to to go to market um to look for this stuff we have access to that information in-house so just to to remind everyone of that to to let us know and we can help them with that
1: yeah that's an interesting point because that network has always existed um and most of the people within the network have got an extended network beyond that and have always worked that very effectively to my mind. Because of the restrictions on people's movement now, that has somehow constrained it in certain examples. But otherwise it's almost re-enabled it because people have either have got more time or have been the, the importance of engaging has been reaffirmed. And you know this is the first time that you and I have communicated over the video link. How, what's your experience so far of how technology has enabled the uh, progression of the networking that you refer to and what are the what are the success stories and what are some of the uh, maybe embarrassing moments that you've experienced over the last couple of weeks? Uh,
0: well apart from the, you mean this morning when I couldn't turn my camera on well, that great <laughs> um, I think you know what I what I what I think is that people are learning awful quickly, um, and and I suppose a shout out to yourselves there at the team. I mean, I a, a week ago or probably ten days ago, I thought, okay, we're going to have to move this stuff online, and we're have, we're going to have to do it very quickly because usually our delivery is in an event format. Um, and spoke obviously to some of the guys at Invent because I know you do a lot of this stuff online. People are learning very very quickly how this stuff works and the various pieces of tech. That are out there to help them. Um, so complete technophobes, who would have thought this wasn't for them, are are adapting pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think in terms of how this will affect mm. delivering meetings in the future, people will be a lot more comfortable, and they will do an awful lot more of this stuff. Um, we about two weeks ago sent out a, a call to action to our members. You know, in the Admission that we're not going to see you in person for for several months, it's looking. And obviously, we do a lot of our events in person normally. So we sent out a call to action to people to to send us content so that they could continue to promote their business in that way. And I suppose we need to look at the opportunities that are here because, you know, not everybody enjoys perhaps the networking experience in person. But now is the opportunity to promote their business in a different way. And we're really encouraging videos and podcasts. And it's an opportunity to get that message out to a mass audience. So we have members who don't come to events regularly. Some don't come at all, but we're in touch with them and we are networking with them and connecting with them in a different way. Perhaps they don't like an event format, but this is an opportunity for them to really talk about their business and get it out there separately. Um, and what we also asked people to do was, you know, tell us about what tech you're using, or, 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 you know, advise us and what you use and what works well. Uh, and we had a really good response to that. So one guy, um, Shane Monahan, who's a former rugby player, he actually, and because we support entrepreneurship and always have done, this is a really good story for us and for him because he, he, here's a piece of tech that he has developed in Ireland, that he's really, um, is very, very new. And this is a great opportunity for him and our members. So it's a social audio platform. So if you, like me last week, thought we need to do some podcasts, but I I don't know where to start and how difficult and complicated is that? Um, So Shane got in touch. He has a social audio platform, which takes uh, the stress out of creating a podcast and can broadcast the podcast very, very easily. So, his product is called More. So you'll be seeing an awful lot more about that on the IIBN website and in our social media in the coming weeks, and we'll be encouraging our members to use that. Um, In terms of other content, Kingsley Aiken from the Networking Institute, he is developing a piece for us on the value of networking and the importance of networking in this this different time and the importance of networking away from your traditional group we will also do a HR webinar uh it will be our first webinar so you know bear with us a little bit but i'm sure we'll get there so we at the moment one of the key pieces of advice that it is around hr and employment and obviously that difference across different chapters from ireland to London to New York, so we're getting our HR experts together. So we can talk about that. So big steep learning curve, I think for all of us Brendan, but it's a good thing. Um, And I think it will. I, I think this will be part of our delivery. In the future, you know, even when we go back to the events the traditional events program, I can see more of this happening now, because we all realize how effective it is, how you can get a broader reach, and that can only be a a good thing if you're in business, that you reach more people with your message.
1: I totally agree. One of the things that we found, we've been talking as a business about doing podcasts for several years now, and we resisted because we were looking to make it perfect, and um, recently the decision was made well let's make a start and improve it in use and I think people will cut you an awful lot of slack in the delivery media as long as the message is professional and valuable. I wonder however though how much time we've got to get away with the, the more Janet and John type Media that we we're all using at the moment—it's all a little bit new. It's all a little bit cozy and comfortable. Can you see a way that this continues being the norm and people feel authentic doing that, or is it now going to become the necessity to be much more professional and it's almost studio-type images in the way we communicate to each other?
0: I think we. I think we'll all get better at it, and, and and it will be a more professional delivery. But I think you know, what we can't lose is the integrity of the message. So if if yes. if you have a really good message and a really good product, um, you can still connect with somebody in a meaningful way online. And, you know, I think we'll all get over this hump of it, it being slightly awkward and that, you know, you will be able to connect with somebody quite quickly online as well and build up the relationship quite quickly because there's only the two of you and sometimes maybe in an events format there's a lot of noise in the background right and there's a lot of people coming and going and potentially interrupting you so I think um it will definitely form part of the li- delivery in the future um and I think that people will embrace it and, and see how effective it is but I mean that's a equally I think we're all already looking forward to when we can deliver our next event and meet again in person.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I mean, people have compared it with the end of the war and and things like that. It's going to be, it's going to be bonkers for a while. Um, It'll almost be like for those of us that uh, ever tried giving up drink for Lent and then going out for the first week afterwards, (laughs) it was somewhat dangerous, but
0: uh... it could be a bit messy, but I, I, Yeah, I suppose in the meantime, we, you know, we just have to rethink things. And for us next week, well, you know, last night in New York, we had our first virtual pub quiz. So that went very well. Um, That was hosted by an entrepreneur there called Ariel Gannon. And then next week, we have a virtual event with a gentleman called Keith Barry. Uh, So he's doing on April 7th so people will know him as probably as a hypnotist that would be how most people would think of him but he will be doing a piece for us next week on the power of the subconscious mind and how to harness that power uh, in terms of leadership and effectiveness and how to use that to be more effective so we're looking forward to hearing that he does a lot of that work for corporates and businesses and, and helping to develop teams so a completely different uh, you know it, it's an opportunity as well I think to think about stuff like that you know who who are the people that you wouldn't maybe normally be able to get to do an event for you what you, you know right I, I
1: was going to ask Angela I was going to ask was that a planned event before this situation or is it as a consequence of the situation
0: he was uh, somebody we wanted to talk to, and uh, and we have a couple of these people actually. You know, we sat down and thought, you know what, it was difficult to get them in our yeah. traditional format. Um, and he was somebody we'd wanted to talk to, and this worked for him and for us, obviously, at the current time that he would do this. Uh, and we have a couple of those actually coming up, and I'm not going to mention any names because some of them are really quite exciting, where we'd have struggled to get an evening from them.
1: Yes. you
0: know an hour online with some really valuable content is, is more achievable and for us that gives us an opportunity to mix up our delivery so yeah, yeah um, there are opportunities in this and i know you and i have spoken about that before where in everything there's an it, there's an opportunity and i think for entrepreneurs and you see we see this and and hear this all the time um a downturn or a recession or Entrepreneurs pro- thrive in that environment and it's when they're at their most creative and, and come up with some really good ideas. So even though it's challenging at the minute, it also is an opportunity for some great ideas and we can see that happening already. Yes. So one of our, you know, going back to tech, um, one of our longstanding members, Gary Warren, who moved out to Toronto, he's, he's got a webcasting piece of technology so for if you want to present to investors or to your board uh it, it, you can do it from home so he's called it, it's called stay at home webcasting you record your presentation through your phone or your webcam send it to Gary and his team and they do the rest of the work for you so you know and that's brand new that's just that's just come about in the last couple of weeks So there's a lot of exciting things that will come out of this I think
1: I agree. It's interesting you say that about the opportunity to get uh, class speakers. We've noticed a big change in the last few weeks in that some of our contacts and clients we've been speaking with for many months, and indeed some of them a couple of years, where some of the service offerings that we've been discussing with them, they've been putting on the long finger because they've just been too busy with the day job. And now they're starting to realise that they've got some time. Um, so they can dedicate some quality time to having those sorts of discussions with us. But maybe more importantly, they realise that there is going to be a new normal after this, and people need to be prepared for that. And, you know, everybody now needs to be working on their business rather than in their business to make sure that they understand what the future holds for their, their businesses, because not all the business models will sustain through this. Um, So it's, it's, it's definitely changed the conversations that we've been having. And we've also found, and it was a pleasant surprise to us, that people are much more open to having a conversation now. And the sales process, in a way, is coming much more easy because we're having more mature conversations. We're discussing the status quo. We're discussing what the future could look like. And people are engaging in a very different way to look for the opportunities you've referred to and where they can uh, grasp those opportunities themselves. Great. If they need help from us, we are always ready and willing to provide that help. But then going back to the networking, we know people that if we can't help them, others can. And it's making sure that that those those wheels are continually whirring so that we're helping each other through this. So that when we look back on this, and please God, it won't be too long before we're looking back on this. Not only are we better individuals, those of us that have, have got through this uh, healthily healthy and well, well, but also from a business perspective, we've looked back on this and said, well, look, that was a, a recalibration there. It's it prompted us to rethink about the new norm. And taking that forward then into IIBN, that is principally a networking organisation, I know you touched on it earlier but what do you see being the biggest risk to an organization such as yourself but also as you said there what is the biggest opportunity
0: I think the biggest risk is the presumption that networking only takes place in an events format um, and that away from an event that there isn't purpose to the organization and and that, is obviously something that we're addressing quite aggressively, I suppose, at the moment, is, you know, we have always connected members away from events. There are members who don't attend events. Networking and and connectivity and connecting happens in many different ways. And we've been doing this for years anyway. So, you know, it's not necessarily who you meet at the event. It is ringing the team, asking for a connection to X, Y, Z, us making that connection and having the knowledge to make a quality introduction. Um, the expertise that that you know that we have the access to that and you know we have members who. Who don't necessarily who don't ne- meet that often, but they're doing business, so they may meet once a year at the annual conference. For example, they're in different markets. You know they don't they've met once at a conference they don't need the event format to continue to do business they've made the connection and they are connecting online or in what you know whatever way they are doing business together they don't need to be in the same room they never have needed to be in the same no. room no. that is the joy of iibn that's what we are there to do to connect them anyway um what was the second part? I can't remember of your question.
1: We were talking about risk, and then there was the opportunity side of it as well.
0: Um, the opportunity, I think, is to grow this area of of delivery. So you know, in, in the future, if we get a really excellent speaker to be more comfortable with, okay, we can't get that person in the room, but you know what? Let's do it online. That that's an opportunity, yeah. and. and It's an opportunity to expand the delivery so that it's not so focused on events that it's about, okay, well, you know, it's much broader than that. And it's an opportunity to to show the value. And I think we've been able to do this a little bit in the last few weeks and we'll do it more in the coming months to show the the value of your network that you wouldn't automatically think about. Yeah. Uh, And that's really important for us and a real opportunity for us.
1: Yeah. You mentioned the conference there. I just wanted to come back to that. Um, You ran a tremendous conference, in my opinion, the end of of last year. And I think what was particularly good about that is it was networking second, in my opinion. To my mind, that created an environment of deep intellect and real learning um, associated with the networking. And to my mind... That's one of the strengths of an organisation like IIBN. It's not just a club that you go along to meet and greet. There, It creates an environment, as you say, maybe of entrepreneurship, but certainly it challenges convention. It prompts new thinking and it creates that. I thought there was a tremendous buzz that day and that evening because of the content in the lectures themselves. It was extremely well structured. Um, it it felt really cerebral and to my mind that added immense value to me as a member because it prompted a different type of conversation in the networking sessions now that's not appropriate all the time but it's definitely appropriate some of the time and i just wonder what the the future of iibn is in the mix between the crack and the cerebral for want of a better term uh,
0: uh, i will divide it into percentages um, i think <laughs> yeah it it's it's a balancing act right between you know i i love good content and for the the conference as you said one of the things that i was really pleased about was the quality of speakers mm-hmm. was exceptional and i think you know we, we set the bar very high and i you know and obviously you know we'll have to strive for that again in the future that we have serious business people in the room.
1: Yeah.
0: We want them to hear from serious speakers who have interesting and challenging things to say. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the hope is to continue with that quality. Um, and then, secondly, but it, it's balancing it with, and you, you referred to it in the beginning, with the friendliness of the network where everyone feels so welcome that it, that it's not intimidating. And I don't think it has ever been that way for people, although not yeah. everyone is comfortable at networking, but that then brings us back to the current situation where the biz, you know doing stuff online, some people are more comfortable with that, right? So actually yeah. this is, is an ideal opportunity for them. So for us, it's always about ensuring that people feel welcome, ensuring that people are introduced well throughout the evening so that they get to meet a variety of people and to try and encourage them not to stick in their their comfort groups either so when we had our event in February which was targeted networking drinks it, that sounded maybe a little bit intimidating to some but people do tend to cling to the people they know yeah. um and, and that's where we come in I suppose the team in terms of getting that balance between Wanting for people to feel comfortable, but at the same time ensuring that they're there to do what you know, to do business and to meet others.
1: Yes.
0: Um, I'm, I'm not giving you a very good answer, Brendan, I realize, but it's, it's, a, it's a skill. It's, it's a balancing act. Well, but, absolutely. Uh,
1: and I don't think there is a right answer, Angela, because as with a member organization, everyone wants different things at different times. But it's yeah. just making sure that it's sufficiently organic and responsive and to a certain extent that needs engagement with the membership. And, and I wonder to what extent people are engaging better now because of maybe more time or different t- type of connectivity that people maybe can be more forthright in their feedback that they wouldn't say to you in person, but they'd be prepared to say using technology. Have you noticed any emerging trends that way?
0: What I've noticed is that people are getting in touch who maybe, who I haven't seen at events, who, who, oh, I'm going to send you this. Would you like this content? Um, And and speaking, I suppose, going back to the quality piece, I was really pleased that very early on in this, Richard McKinnon, Dr. Richard McKinnon, who's one of our members, got in touch to do a piece for us on working at home and managing teams remotely. And there was a lot of stuff out there on working at home, and quite quickly it was saturated. And yes. uh, when Richard said, and, and, sort of, and that is one of the values of IRBN as well, is that the, the quality of the members is very high, and I knew you know that Richard's piece would be of a very good quality, and it was, and it, it's, it's great to be in a position to be able to call on that.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, no, I saw that. That was excellent. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I I would encourage IRB, and if there is more content like that, that that can be put out, not just necessarily about homeworking, working, but but that that more th- those thought pieces. I think that's highly valuable to membership.
0: Yeah, and what we're getting through and at the moment is obviously very relevant. You know, connected with the situation. You know, there's a lot of advice coming through, and we need that at the minute. So, you know, so we've got some, you know, HR advice, employment law. We'll have a piece coming up very shortly on the mortgage holidays. Um, you know, how do you access that? How how does that work? So at the moment, it's very practical advice coming through that's relevant to the situation. But you know, we're encouraging members to do pieces on, you know, have you have you gone through a recession before with your business? What advice would you give to uh, younger businesses to to navigate tricky times, for example, to you know how do you take advantage of uh, the the benefits and the support that the government? I mean, I know you and I are talking about that soon about you know packages that are available for support because you know to sit down and have to wade through all that yourself yeah. as an individual is very time consuming. It's quite stressful, and if the expertise is there, use it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we're, we're just really, it, you know, I think in a month's time we'll be very, you know, we'll have quite a library of content built up. And I do believe that as, you know, in the future, we'll be doing more. It, it will set, um, I suppose, this, the standard in terms of, or you know, mixing up the delivery where there's a variety of content available. Um, and as I say, it's for us to really show the value of the network away from the, the traditional event. You know where people think that's what IIBN does: yeah, yeah. tons of speakers. IIBN does so much more than that, yeah. and and for us, this is the opportunity to show that. But look, you know, we're lucky um, in terms of a lot of 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 the programs as well can be moved online. We you know we can do events online. We've got access to really good content that we can put out online and the the network or the mentoring programs, for example. So we do the Future Leaders program and the GIFT program for uh, female entrepreneurs, which is Pathfinding program and the LEAP program in New York, which is um, an executive acceleration program. All of that can be moved online in terms of any mentoring can be done one to one. We do executive Classes that can be done online as well. So we're in a, a, a good position. Um, and I, you know, I am pleased that the members are getting engaged. And it, it um, but as I said earlier, all of that said, still looking forward to a, a time in the future when we can meet in person again.
1: Likewise. Well, look, maybe just if we start to, to, to bring this to a close, is there anything else that you want to say on behalf of IIBN? And also what is the plan to attract new members, and um, particularly maybe those members you, you speak about people who've got experience that can impart it to new businesses? I'm thinking that going back to what you said, out of the uh, out of all this adversity, there will be opportunity. There will be startups. There'll be young people who have got great ideas, but they need a marketplace to bring it to. What is what are your thoughts as to how you can engage with new members and particularly new entrepreneurs? And as I say, maybe finish that off with any other final thoughts you want from IIBN.
0: So I would particularly like people to go onto the website because they can register for free on the website. And by doing so they- will make sure
1: that's LinkedIn here, Angela, yeah.
0: Thank you, so IIBN.com. It takes five minutes to create a profile and they will then be able to see on there The type of content that I'm talking about and they will be able to see the quality of expertise and connections that are on there. So in terms of uncertain times, that is the time to use your network. That's the time to look and see what you have around you. Um, So actually, we have found in the past, IIBN has done quite well in in difficult times because when people are uncertain when business isn't guaranteed and everyone has to work that bit harder you need the support right and that's what we are there to do we're there to offer that support so definitely get on the website if people aren't already create that free profile and they can see quite easily what's available to them and they connect can connect with us quite easily.
1: Excellent. OK, well, look, uh, we'll bring that to a close and Angela. I'm really pleased that you're able to, to join us. Um, I'd just like to uh, reaffirm the value that IRBN have brought to me personally and us as a business. So thank you for your support, IRBN. And obviously, if there's anything that we at Invent can do to help you in, in your mission, we'd be delighted to do so.
0: Thanks, Brendan. Thanks for inviting me. It, um, it's nice to do different things during the different days to, to, to break up to get away from that groundhog
1: feeling. So this was a lovely opportunity. Thanks that's great. No, that's excellent. Okay. Well, look, thanks very much again, Angela, and thank you everyone for for joining us. I hope you found this of interest. If you do, please uh, let us let us know um, the good, the bad and the ugly. We always want to improve what we're doing. If you've got any ideas for future podcasts or um, would like to join as a guest, we'd be delighted to have you. So uh, please do keep safe. Please remember all of those that are working hard to keep us safe, and those that are struggling in these difficult times, you're in our thoughts and prayers. See you soon, bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com, where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.